Thank you all for coming. We appreciate your coming and God bless you for coming. I believe in this your coming, God has something big for you and your expectation will not be cut off. And um, I'm ready. I don't know about you. I said, I'm ready. I don't know about you. Because when we say catch the anointing, the anointing is caught. Are you with me? We don't come and get, we just come and then catch something and then we run with what we have got. So before we hear the word of God, let us put our hands together with a shout of praise. Let us welcome Selah. I can hear you. No 
more excuses There will be no more hiding No more delay There will be no more making up stories There'll be no more running away He will say, here I am Lord, send me When a man loves the Lord, he will give him all his heart, the best of his life, his youthful days. He will trust and obey and believe the Lord. She's beautiful, fresh like a lily, sweet like a rose. She has so many other lovers. Everybody wants that girl. But she says, oh no, cause I belong to the Lord. He doesn't want to miss the fellowship. He doesn't want to miss his time alone with the love. Oh, when a young man like you loves the Lord, he will serve him with all his heart. It's so it's so beautiful, yeah When a man, a woman, a young boy, a young girl Loves the Lord You've got to love the Lord Serve Him with all of your heart, yeah, yeah You've got to love the Lord
I'm stuck on you. I found my place and this is where I'm gonna stay. Now I'm on my way. Jesus, this is where I found love and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Now I'm on my way. I have found a new I have found a new life. Oh, oh, this is a true and faithful saying that Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Jesus came into the world to save a sinner like me I was lost in sin and shame but you gave your life to save me oh oh I don't want to ever have to leave you I don't calling. I love the brethren. I love my pastor. I love the church. Mm. Lord, I want to be with you and I'm going to stick with you. Cause I'm stuck on you. I've got this feeling down deep in my heart since I found you. Now I'm on my way. Jesus, deep in sin, falling deeper and deeper into my sinful ways. But now I'm on my way. I have found a new life. Oh. with you cause I'm 
this feeling down deep in my heart since I found you. Now I'm on my way, Jesus, deep in sin, falling deeper and deeper into my sinful ways. Now I'm on my way, I have found a new life. on the Lord to hear his gentle voice for guidance and direction where to go I opened up my heart to know the perfect will of God his will is what I want his perfect will as I spent so many hours in the presence of the Lord, I calmed down and began to hear His voice. The lovely voice of God, your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life no other voice compares oh no it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard the lovely voice of God the spirit entered in to me when he spake to me the words he spoke to me they were spirit they were life the visions and the dreams oh how they turned my life around and gave a new direction for my ministry as I rose up from my knees, there was a mantle now on me. I have found grace for mighty words, and I will never, never be the same. The lovely voice of God, your perfect voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life 
No other voice compares, oh no It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God The lovely voice of God Your perfect voice revealing The mysteries of your will the crossroads of my life No other voice compares, oh no It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you and bless your holy name. We are grateful, eternally grateful for the blessed opportunities you give us, Lord, and that we have to stand in your holy presence. Thank you for what you are doing in our midst, Lord. Thank you for lives that are being affected. Thank you for churches, ministries that are being affected by your Holy Spirit and your holy anointing. Let your will be done today, Lord, once again. Bless us, anoint us, cause us to be blessed, Lord. Thank you, Father, for victories that you give to us through your special keys and revelations that you give us, Lord. May the spirit of revelation abound as we gather to hear your word. Thank you for your great blessing. In Christ Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. Hope you had a good rest. And nice to see all of you again. Well, I want to continue sharing on the anointing. Hallelujah. And um, I believe that we have special books here that will talk to us about the anointing. Hallelujah. I've been sharing and I'm continuing to share from the book, The Anointed and His Anointing. The anointing is with somebody. Somebody has it all the time. The anointing that you are looking for, the anointing that you don't have and you can't see, in your life and ministry, somebody has it. After you have fasted and you have prayed, look for the person that has the anointing and keep your eyes on that person. Follow hard. God will transfer and God will give you that anointing. It is okay to desire the anointing on somebody's life. It is actually okay. And it is right. And you will discover that if God wants to give you something, he will give you a man. He will give you somebody 
he will always use somebody that through that person he will pass on an anointing, a gift, a mantle, whatever you want to call it. He would always use somebody to pass that thing on to you. Then we have also Catch the Anointing. Catch the Anointing. It's a book. Catch the Anointing. It's not just a conference. It's a book. Catch the Anointing. Hallelujah. And then we have Sweet Influences of the Anointing. Sweet Influences of the Anointing. Wow. Then we have Steps to the anointing steps there are steps to the anointing there's one step and there are a lot of seven steps right here to the all to the anointing steps how many of you like to be anointed this book will teach you steps to the anointing all these are in the library library of 60 books it's all there when you get the library you have all these automatically and then we also have a mega church which I like to read. Sometimes when I want to read about the anointing, I like to read Mega Church because it has a chapter in it or a couple of chapters in it that talks about the anointing. It also has some steps to the anointing here and it has things to do, things to do to grow your church and to work your church because there are different anointings that exist. Anointing to grow a church, anointing to plant a church, anointing for healing ministry, anointing for miracles. I mean, there are different types of anointings, but you have to learn how to get those anointings and how to walk in them, how to walk in them. Hallelujah. So, we'll still continue sharing about the uh, anointing, and I believe that God is going to bless us and God is going to speak to us. Hallelujah. And give us great direction. So yesterday we started off by talking about how to identify anointed people because that's very key. If the anointing is with someone, you have to be able to identify the person who has the anointing. It's like, where is it? It's quite, it's quite a major project. Where is it? Who has it? And then what it takes, the cost the cost of getting the anointing, what it takes, what you have to go through, what you have to do, the humility, especially the humility to receive, to receive the anointed. Because you remember we read the scripture from Matthew chapter 13 and verse 41. We read the scripture which says that the, the treasure is hidden in a field. It is in a field. Verse 44, yes, the, 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 um, the treasure is in a field. And the man bought the field. He didn't buy, the, the, the section where the, the treasure is was not for sale. The whole field was for sale. And the treasure was in the field. So when you identify where the anointing is, now you have to learn how to swim through the barriers and the obstacles, the little things that will put you off. That's why you need the cloak of humility and strength and determination because there will be things, there are likely to be things that you are not used to. There could be style, the style of the person's ministry. You may not be used to it, but that is where God has put the treasure. You have to be able to swim through the barriers and the obstacles and say, there is something here that I need to get. 
All you have to keep telling yourself is, there is something here that I need to get. There is something here that I need to receive. There is something here that I need to get. There is a treasure. There is a treasure in this ministry. And there is a treasure in this person. Anointing is not, it's not in the ministry per se. It's not in the church. It's not in the denomination. It is with a person. A person has it. And it is that person, all the ministry, the denomination, the churches, the books are all fruits of the effects of the anointing. The effect of what God has put in him and the effect of what God has put on his life. That is why the carrier and the person who contains the anointing must be of great treasure to any spiritual, to anybody who is spiritual. Anybody who is spiritual treats the anointed differently. In fact, one of the things that would happen, that would happen is that people who are not so spiritual would even criticize you when they see your relationship with the anointed. And one of the questions they will ask you is that, is he God? They will ask you, is he God? You see, the day, the day they ask you, is he God? Tell yourself, thank you, Father, I'm doing the right thing. Yes, they will ask you that question. Is he God? They'll say, why do you treat him as though he's God? Why do you talk about him as though he's God? He's not God, but he's a man of God. Yes, he is a man of God. <laughs> and it is actually your understanding of spiritual things that makes you receive and relate to the anointed as though you have seen God. Let me ask you a question. How many of you have had gifts from people who are very dear to you before. Gifts. A gift. And you've received gifts from people who are not so dear to you, isn't it? I mean, let's speak the truth and shame the devil. Yes. Now, how do you treat the gift that is from the people that are dear to you? You keep it for life. Even, especially, especially even when their gifts are not as valuable as those who you don't really consider, but it's just, it's just the person. It's like this thing is from this person. The fact that it is this person that gave it to you. You treat it differently. You handle it differently. You are so happy and excited. That thing becomes, it becomes special because of the person who gave it to you. Now the Bible says that I will give you pastors according to my heart. Now, if you understand where pastors come from and where anointed men come from, that it is from God, your attitude, your attitude, your response to such people will be different. And, say, and now, I'm not talking generally about every pastor. Every pastor must be respected. Every church member must respect their pastor and handle their pastor well. And you, shouldn't speak, you shouldn't speak like an idiot to your pastor. Neither should, you, neither should you write letters of, like, as though you are mad to your pastor. Or, or, or rudely summon your pastor as though, as though you are ordained to guide him and to counsel him. 
you are not your pastor's counselor. And you will never be. Not only are you not now, you will never be. You didn't call him. And you will never have that privilege to call him. Or to tell him what to do. He is led by the Holy Spirit. He is led and influenced by that beautiful voice of God. The lovely voice of God. The lovely voice of God. Is the dominant instructor and guide in your pastor's life. Not you. You will never be. The church, is, the church is not a political group or some social campaign that you feel this must be done. So let's have it. If you, if, you, if you can't stand what the pastor is doing, clear out. Clear out of that church. Find a church for yourself. Clear out. Clear out. Quickly. Clear, 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 clear. And I'm actually telling you to clear out out of love. Because if you stay and you continue, you will be cursed. Clear, 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 clear. There are plenty churches. Plenty. Plenty that you can join. There are places when you go, even if the pastor may not even know so much about himself, he may entertain your nonsense. You can go there. You can go there and go and control him. And tell him what to do. And tell him how to do it. Anyway, so I'm saying that God gave us pastors. According to his You see, as soon as you understand, God gave us anointed men. Anointed men. He chose somebody. We all don't know why he chose people. Do you know why he chooses people? Because the people he, you, he would choose, you wouldn't choose them. Yeah, me too, the people God chooses, I perhaps wouldn't choose them. But he chooses. By the time you open your eyes, you see, this person is a container of that treasure. The treasure I need to grow my church the treasure I need to enter higher and deeper into me. It's, it's, it's here. But it is my spirituality and my understanding of God's word that would make me receive and embrace such a person knowing that he is coming from God. That this is a gift from God. This is a gift from God. This is a gift from God. It is God who has said, I will give you pastors. And not just but pastors according to my heart. Have you done things according to your heart before? And things without your heart? Pastors, the anointed, is according to God's desire. What God, what God really likes. It's like, it's like the anointed are like a delicacy to God. It's like it's something special. Something nice, something sweet, something great. God likes, God likes anointed people. He likes them. He likes them. That's why he said, I give them, I'll give them to you. I'll give them to you. To feed you with knowledge and with understanding. So it is, it is now becomes our duty to receive, to receive them as though you are receiving God. Just as, just, as, just as you treat that card that came from someone who was special to you. One day, I was chatting with some people and I was, we must have been chatting about something. So I was asking them about their past. You know, past into present. Into born again, into serving God. And to my surprise, one of the ladies said, 
she still has, as she was walking in church speaking in tongues, she still has the boxes. Do you understand boxes? Boxer shorts of an old boyfriend in the world. I think one of his visits, he left it in the house. But it's like, he is so special that she never got rid of that item. She said it's there. It's in the house. I don't know what she does with it. Whether she takes it every now and then and But she has it. She says she has it. It's a treasure to her. Thank God that the anointed are becoming great treasures to us. Great treasures to us. Great treasures to us. And I prescribe that question to you. Look out for You see, when you get to a certain level of honoring and receiving, one of the questions you ask is he God? The naive and the untrained and the uneducated and the simple minded will ask you, do ask you that question. Is he God? Do tell that be careful. Be careful. When you, you see, when you hear these things, when you hear these things, be assured that you're on course. Yes. Once you read your Bible, once you read your Bible, once you have your quiet time every day, you will discover. God's ways. You discover God's ways. That's why I keep saying that. That's why I keep saying that. What if you want to see the unspiritual, don't take it for an online prayer meeting. Check their honoring and how they receive the anointed. Check. Immediately you, you will see a whole host of unspiritual people or not so spiritual people. Just check that. Don't, don't take it for an online prayer meeting. Tongues, everybody can speak in tongues. For six hours through the night. The mind is even unfruitful, so it's even easier. But afterwards, let's see the scriptures you have read, what you know, what you have studied what you have understood, the revelation you have. Let's see how you apply it in your day-to-day work in life with the anointed. Then we, then we see your level. You see, we immediately determine your level because there are levels. Ezekiel 47. There are levels. There are levels in everything. There are levels in the anointing. There's level, there are levels in the anointing for church growth. That's why it's amazing that somebody will have a church of 40 members and he's happy. And it's, that, it's as though that is all that, is all that can, I can ever do. Or 70 members and then he's happy. Change that person and put somebody else there in the same spot. The same spot that is like it's been 70, 70 for 70 years. Try, put a, a more hungry person there. Hmm. And you'll be surprised. 
you'll be surprised at the change in levels. There'll be a change in levels. So the people talk at, as though souls are finished in London. It's like their souls are, souls are finished in London. When they see someone hungry, determined, working, pursuing anointing, working, then they start, start explaining it away. That it's because of where your church is. It's because of this. You see, can, carnality, carnality at its peak. <laughs> Afterward, he brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood towards the east, and the waters came down from under from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Verse 2. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward and behold there ran out waters on the right side. Verse 4. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Wow, there are levels. There are levels in church growth anointing. There are levels in church planting anointing. There are levels, there are levels in leadership anointing. There are levels in evangelistic anointing. There are levels in the ministry of healing and miracles anointing. There are levels. There are levels in raising up pastors and ministers. There are levels. There are levels. Unfortunate, unfortunately, some stop at ankle level. They wade through, they wade through the water and their feet. Are, you know, when you walk through, when you, water is up to your ankle, your feet are wet. The rest of your body is dry. The fact that your feet are wet doesn't, doesn't mean that you can't swim. You shouldn't aim to swim. That is, uh, uh, that is, Totally immersed in that grace and that anointing. Totally immersed. There are pastors who are that are just walking in ankle level pastoral work. Where you are, same room, same room, same city. Someone else operating at another level can come into that room. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. I see pastors moving around all the time. There are people when, when you, you transfer them to a chair, the chair shrinks. Yeah. And they are the ones that argue most. Somebody said, somebody said something recently. He said that one of the things that Africans, I have no apology if you're an African. I'm one. So one of the things that Africans struggle with most is facts. Yes. The Africans don't work with facts. You, the, the facts will be staring from them, but they'll be arguing. Still argue and say it's like this, it has to be like this, but why not this? Why should we have this? The facts are the facts are staring at you. You pull out the data, they say, Look, 
Since May, that you took over the church, every week it goes down by five. The person will still be arguing. It's not saying that, look, it's God's work. It's God's work. You know, it looks like I need to do something to myself. Or I even need to step to the side and even assist somebody. No. Uncle level discussions. You see, when, 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 you are in, when you are in an anointing of the spirit at ankle level, it means that about 75% of, your, of the rest of your body is, is dry, which means that it's carnal. It's not, it's not, you're not operating anything supernatural. It's just at your feet. Small percentage, small percentage of your life and your activity is, is what is spiritual. The rest, working in pastoral anointing, church planting anointing, raising of leaders, leadership, whatever you, 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 are, you, are, you are talking about, it is only to the ankle. It means that in that office and in that role, the rest, the rest of your ministry is based on your intelligence, common sense. Very carnal, very physical. That is why there are no real fruits. That is why there are no real so you even hear, you even hear people even talking about loyalty. You see, this is anchor level revelation. You see, they, 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 they don't know because the thing is deep. Before someone can write eight, eight to nine books on one subject, no, think about it. Sometimes, sometimes I just say, look, is this not word of wisdom or word of knowledge? Just think about it. That somebody has the subject, he can write eight books on it. And you just wake up in one Sunday in your church and say, today I'm sharing with you loyalty and disloyalty. And then from there you expect all your workers to be stable and like you. No. I think you should give more respect to some things. You should give more respect to some things. You should rather know that, look, there is more to this thing. There is more to this. There is more to it. There is more to it. And I need to do what I have to do to go deeper. Deeper into the subject. Deeper. You have to go deeper into the subject. You are changing levels today. Next verse. Let's try and keep my verses on, okay? Don't take it off. We can see, we've seen ourselves already. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. Now it's like, now it's like, it's, it's like, it's risen up a bit more. From, from whatever, let's say 10%, now we're around 25%. 25 means 75% is still natural. Your operations, your decisions, your moves. When we, we get to church growth anointing, church planting anointing, leadership anointing, working of miracles anointing, you are still, you are, you are still low. That is, that is where you have a miracle service and you are forcing people to be healed. Yes. Someone was telling me, he said, he went, he said, he went with a friend into a, 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 a meeting. I don't know what meeting it was, a type of meeting. And his friend was, said he's ministering for, he said he felt so embarrassed forcing people to testify. He said, now you can see. You can see now. You can see. You can see. He said, he was wondering, I mean, what is he doing? What is he doing? Because the people swimming, 
swimming in that anointing. <laughs> you see, I think it was Swaziland healing Jesus campaign in Swaziland. I had not been for healing Jesus campaign for a, a long time. Then I went for that one. And altar call, everything, salvation, very powerful. Then now, the evangelist says that it's time for miracles. You know when it's time for miracles, if I'm going to do miracles, I need about 17 songs. Of which one of them has to be hallelujah. Jesus must come. No. But I was just sitting on the stage. They said, okay. He just prayed. Look, the prayer did not last. I don't think I'm exaggerating. It did not last more than two minutes. Because I was counting the number of walks. If there's a stage, he walked up here, walked back as he was praying. As he was praying. He walked up back here. Then he walked back here, praying. I'm even walking slowly. He was walking faster than this. And then he moved one more for the last time. Like this. Then he just said, if you are healed, come to the right hand side. Come. I was saying to myself, look, this is, I, see, I was saying to myself, this is not how it works. So. These, people, these people should sing some more songs. Jesus must come. Jesus must come. Jesus must come to take these sicknesses away. But I was amazed. I was amazed at the crowds trooping. Then the testimonies, the healings. You see, there you see what is called authority and power. You see power. Power without sweat. No sweat. No sweat. There's not, there's not someone who is, who is working ankle level or knee level in the healing anointing and the healing ministry. There's someone who is deep, deep, totally immersed. So you see, when we see the fantastic and the nice things of ankle level and knee level things, we should know. Oh, see, that, that's why you, you always keep the person ahead of you. There. You always keep the, your eyes there. Say, no, I'm not there yet. No, I'm not there yet. Don't be deceived by your 70 members. You resigned at 70 members. 70 members, zero pastor. Zero fruits, nothing. Even choir, you don't have a choir. Deeper anointings. You go deeper. You swim deeper. You will change levels. Change levels. Change the level of the anointing. Change the level. Change the level. Change the level in your teaching and preaching anointing. Teaching and preaching. Your teaching anointing. Change levels. Sheep, they come to feed. When they come, they don't understand what, is being, what has been said. They can't eat it. They, they, they can't eat it. One of, the, one of the main things a pastor needs is his ability to teach the word and to feed the flock, to feed them. To feed them. 
anyway. Swimming through the knees. Against, he measured a thousand and brought me through. The waters were to the loins. That's like now halfway. 50 spiritual, 50 carnal. Now you are like an amphibian. Remember, an amphibian is not a fish. Yes. If you're, if you're a hippo, hippopotamus, you can go into water, but after a while they all come out because they can't live in water permanently. That place is for fish. It's not for amphibians. Even though now you, you have the experience of going under and coming up, but you, you are still not a fish. You're a snake, you're a hippo, you're a crocodile. But you are not a fish. You need to aim to become a fish. When it gets to pasturing, growing the chair, you need to become a fish in that anointing. A fish that anywhere we throw you will see that, ah, the guy has the fish anointing. Anywhere he's thrown, the church will grow. The church will start springing up. Not the church will start shrinking or, or the church is stagnated. You become a manager, a KFC manager. I'm sure you know the difference between a manager and a leader. A manager maintains. When he's giving five people as a staff in KFC or McDonald's, he doesn't, he doesn't even have the right to increase it. He has to work with the five. If one, if one dies, he just recruits another one to replace a leader builds, moves the thing forward, advances it. If, you, if a leader, an anointed leader is placed somewhere, we will all know and we all see that since you arrived there, there's a difference. The thing has improved. The thing has grown. New dimensions have been added. That's, that's, that's like a fish. A fish in church planting anointed. A fish in church growth anointed. A fish in leadership anointed. A fish in healing. Ministry. You are like a fish. You swim. May you become a swimmer. Spiritual amphibian. Spiritual amphibian. You see, when your troubles does not lead you to prayer, does not lead you to the word, does not lead you to God, then you are walking around ankle level spirituality or knee level. When, as soon as you have a problem, then you blame pastor, then you blame bishop, then you blame your husband, then you blame your wife, then you blame your children. It's like, Every reason for your state can be explained physically and carnally. It should tell you who you are. I mean, by now you must have read, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. By now you must have read it. How come in your day of trouble, you don't remember that scripture? That I've got to go on my knees. I've got to pray that. This is like this, another test. Another test to battle and to fight. How come, how come as, as trouble comes? Husband, wife, pastor, bishop. People are not even thinking about you. You blame everybody. Even your mother-in-law, you blame her. But a fish swimming in anointing. 
He doesn't even, he doesn't, he's, not, he's not even bothered about the people around. He said, hey, those are the times you hear my Lord and my God. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is my buckler. The Lord is a tar. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my light. I mean, have you ever, have you ever heard David blaming Bathsheba before? Or Bathsheba's mother? Even in his lowest, lowest point, that was when he even started praying about the Holy Spirit. Take not thy Holy Spirit away from me. Take not thy Holy Spirit away from me. I mean, these are, these, these are, these are fishes, fishes, fishes in, the, in, in operation. And then look at Saul with knee level anointing. Time of problems, the people. You are being promoted above the soulish anointing at the soulish level. Spiritual? Are you, are you surprised? Are you surprised that God liked David? Are you surprised that God really liked David? You blame your wife. Everything your wife and your children. I mean, why? Were you called with your wife? When you were choosing her, were you, were you choosing an associate minister or you were choosing somebody with big bonbons? The bonbons have even become bigger for you. Enjoy it. When you finish, go into your closet and be with your God. It's not every wife that is supportive. It's not every wife that will compliment you in the ministry. She may compliment you in bed because that's what you went for. Even that if you will get. <laughs> yes. But it is, you see, it is unfortunate to see you blaming human beings and physical things for your spiritual deficiencies. Blaming this human being here. Blaming the person in charge of your hall. The person in charge of this. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. We've all, we've all rented two hour halls before. We've all rented two hour halls. You don't know the first thing who has two hours. If we, if we give you ten hours, what will you do? What are you going to do there? Blaming everything. It reveals your level. It reveals your level. May your level change today. I said, may your level change today. May you go higher today. May you rise higher. And then verse 5. Afterward, he measured a thousand. And it was a river. May you experience rivers. I said, may you see rivers. I said, may you see rivers. When you come to church church planting, may you be seen as someone swimming in a river. Swimming. You are swimming. When it comes to growing the church, may you move in the river. You are not walking there. You are not walking there. You are swimming. Swim in church planting anointing. Swim. Swim. Church planting is, is, is outreach. Winning of souls. May you have 100 churches in London. 100 churches outside London. And then now may you cross the borders. Cross the borders into France. Cross into Belgium. Cross into the neighboring countries. Start crossing. Start crossing. That's a fit. Then now we know that a fish has arrived. Not someone who is just walking. You are just walking in water. 
swimming. See, then it became a river that I could not pass over. In other words, I could not walk in them. For the waters were risen. Waters to swim in. A river that could not be passed over. A river that when you see, you can't walk through. As soon as you see, the only thing, only thing you have to do is to, you have to dive. You have to dive. May you start diving into anointings. I said start diving into anointings. What you have to do, you have to discover, look, I have to dive. I can't walk. This one is a diving event. Have you ever seen anybody at a swim? Unless those who don't know how to swim. The ones who stand by, they stand by pools and then they just, you know, splash, they just play games in the shallow end. Swimmers find shallow, the shallow end very boring. Very, very boring. They stay there for it before that they've even come out of the water. If a serious swimmers, when people come into the pool to play, they go out. It's even irritating to watch them. They just go out. Because a real swimmer, when you, you, you said they, they, they lay in the pool. They, 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 they are not doing anything. They are not doing anything. They are just there. They just stay, they just stay in the water. As though they are sunbathing. They just stay there on their backs. Turn over. They just float. Kick one, two. They, I mean, they don't do anything. There's nothing to show. There's nothing to impress. It's, with, it's done with ease. With ease. May, may church planting become easy for you. May raising pastors become easy for you. May healing anointings become easy for you. You swim. Identify the anointing. When you identify it, now identify the levels. Ask yourself, which level am I at? Is which level? And be honest to yourself. Tell yourself, it looks as though what is going on in my life, I'm not deep. I'm not deep. I'm just, I can still walk through. Here he's saying that the, the river, he said, I could not pass over. For the waters were risen. The anointing shall rise in your life. I said, the anointing shall rise in your life. Now that you certain messages, certain books must not finish in your life. You must never say that it is finished. It, can, it can't finish. It shouldn't finish. It shouldn't finish. It can't finish. Because the waters rise. The first time you read it, you are at ankle level. What you discover, you read, you read what? Uh, catch the anointing. Or you read mega church. Or you read loyalty. What you saw was ankle level. I'm telling you, it's ankle level. Keep reading. Keep reading. Keep listening. Keep reading. Keep listening. Keep reading. Keep listening. Until you can do what the author has done. Until you can do what the preacher has done. It means you are not there. You are not there. You are not there. You are not there at all. That is why you can't, you can't honor for a season and say, I have finished honoring. Or show respect or acknowledge one of and say, I have finished. Because if you are truly following someone and rising in the anointing, you'll be asked, is he God? 
Because you've met a naive ignoramus. Yeah. That's why he asked you something. He doesn't know what you are doing. People don't understand what we do. They don't understand. Just as I also don't understand what you do in the bank. I'm surprised you go there every day. Because if it be now, I don't even go there. I use my phone to do everything that I have to do. I don't, I don't go, I don't meet any human being. So I wonder, what do you go and do? I don't understand what you do there. Just as people also don't understand what we do. And they don't understand what we need to do what we do. And they don't understand what we need to do what we do effectively. If you follow the world, you will resign very quickly. Yes. Or you will start teaching and discussing some of these worldly topics. As though that is what is used to build a church. As though that is what is used, that's what is used to make you a better minister and a better pastor. You see the topics you introduce into your church. To let to impress carnal people. Instead of telling carnal people that you are carnal, become spiritual. The reason why I'll tell you you are carnal is because I want you to become spiritual. I can't leave you in your carnality. If I'm a responsible person, I can't leave you in your I can say you are so carnal. When I, see, when I see people who are different from me, my heart goes out for them. I say, oh no, these, these people are lost. They are lost in the jungle. What I eat and the volume of, of, what, of, of that thing that I consume, they are nowhere near it. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Though we are all called pastors or we are all called reverends. What I eat and my understanding of the things, I can say, they are nowhere near. And of course, if they are anywhere near, they will, they, will, they, will, they will walk in places where the anointed walk. They will have experiences that the anointed has. Because they eat, even if they eat the same thing, they eat in small portions. They eat like a sparrow eating a sparrow. Their portions are like sparrow meals. Sparrow, sparrow meals. Instead of eating like an elephant, they eat like sparrows. Chicken feed. When will you ever enter the river? When will you ever get into the river? If you eat like chicken, chicken, you're eating chicken. One message you've listened to it for 30 minutes. Or if you listen to the message as long as the message, and you say you have listened. No, I wouldn't say you have listened. I'll say you have heard. You heard you heard the voice. And the voice even sounded like some a nice musical instrument. And you remember the jokes. But you can't remember. You've never, you've not absorbed or imbibed the spirit of the message. The spirit of the message. You've read a book. You've glanced through. There are books that I haven't read, but I've glanced through. I can perhaps make a meaningful conversation, maybe up to 15 minutes or 30 minutes about the book. But don't take me beyond that. Because I'll be caught out. Because what I have, what I have is clear uncle level revelation. But there are books. There are books. I can preach from it. From morning to morning. All week long. All week long. All week long. All week long. You even be tired. You say, why is it not finishing? I'm not finishing because the thing is not finishing. 
the thing is not meant to finish. It can't finish. It shouldn't finish. It can't and it shouldn't. Your level is rising. The level is rising. Your level is rising. What has been difficult shall become easy. What has been difficult shall become easy. And what has been impossible shall become possible. And what you haven't seen, you will see. And what you haven't heard, you will hear. You will hear. You will hear. You will hear people saying, I was blessed. You will hear people saying, I've been healed. You will hear people saying, I want to serve God. You haven't heard your members saying, I want to serve God before. It's like your members don't come to say, I want to serve God. They say, pray over my business. Pray over my car. Come and dedicate my house. But you will start hearing, I want to serve God. How come your member has never told you that, Pastor, I want to be like you? I want to be like you. I want to do what you are doing. But they keep telling you, I'm, I'm marrying next week. I have a car. A car that has been bought but not been paid for. Cartoon, do you borrow? Why oh, you be driving a car you haven't paid for? I'm going to dedicate my car. Come and dedicate my house. Come and officiate my wedding. Well, we are having a naming ceremony. These are things, these are ankle level manifestations. When you get deeper, you start swimming. Your members. You, you'll be controlling them. You'll be saying, no, wait. You're not ready. You will see new converts telling you that I want to go on missions. You will see new converts. New converts telling you that I want to serve God. And you will tell them that relax, relax, wait, wait, not now, wait. But you see, is the level. The level must increase. The level must increase. And your level is increasing. You are changing levels. Levels must change. When the level change, no, no, nobody will tell you. I've been to the poolside many times. I can always tell the swimmers from the non-swimmers. All the time. The swimmers usually look bored. They look bored and, and they also look calm. They are very calm. They don't, they, don't, they don't walk into the water. Neither do they jump into it to splash. They die. Even when, even when they walk in, even when they walk in, they walk in, they walk in, they come down the stairs. Boom, 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 and they enter. They don't walk in. They just, they just suddenly go. That's a swimmer. That's a swimmer. That's a swimmer. When you enter the church, raising shepherds, raising leaders, will become very easy. You just walk into the church, and all they will see is, and then you're on top of it. You are just swimming through. You are just swimming through. You you mount the stage. You mount the stage. They say today, you, you announce that it is a healing service. Pastors don't announce healing services. 
Yeah, now that says then, then accidentally they say, okay, if you are not well anywhere, uh, <laughs> you announce that it, this is a healing and miracle service. And when you come in, it shall be like this. You will swim with ease. You you do you do one length. It's, it's, it's like it's okay. You just you just you see, they just climb out of the they just climb out of the pool and just sit on the edge. Or sometimes they just stay in at one spot and they just they're just looking at the at the children playing and splashing and gasping for oxygen. Yeah. You say church planting. You will decide that 2018 you will have, you will plant 18 churches. And you walk into the pool of church planting. It shall happen practically to you. It shall happen practically. Souls will be saved. Souls are waiting to be saved. Souls are waiting to be saved. I'm telling you. And souls will be saved. And pastors will be raised. Pastors will be raised. You will raise pastors. You will raise ministers. Sit down. Hey, you've become a swimmer. In different anointings. And different gifts. You've become a swimmer. Akaba Shabadiba Katasaya. Mako Matalabadiba Kapashataya. May God take you higher. May God take you higher. Now, chapter 7. There is no sure way or blessed route in moving and advancing in the anointing that is with the anointed than the voice of the anointed. Yeah. The voice of the anointed. That's what I'm saying to you. You see, what, what I'm pointing out to you is that there are levels. There are levels. Every, everything, everything, remember there are levels. You see, when you identify the anointed, know that somebody has a different relationship with the anointed than you. You think, oh yeah, I know him. He prayed for me. Uh, I have his number. I read his books. This, but see, if you read it, you see, judge yourself always by, by, by the fruits. Always judge by the fruits. Always judge by the fruits. Always judge by the fruits. Jesus will say the, the tree is known by his fruits. The secularized uh, writers secularized, partial, spiritual writers who say that work by the law of results. Yes. Work by the law of results. If it is something like football, nobody ever asked at the end of a football match how many corner kicks were there. They say scores. What are the scores? Who won? Who won is, is almost, it's almost like it is enough to say that that team played better. It is sometimes when you ask for the statistics that you discover that the team that won had 38% possession. And the losing team had 62%. 
I've seen people win Champions League final match with 30% possession. And they won. But when I asked who has won, I didn't ask, I didn't ask who had highest results. Results. Results are always the loudest thing. If you have it, we will see it. If you have it, we will see it. If you have the anointing, if you have what it takes to do what you are fighting and clamoring over, we will see the fruits. It will not be argument. The fact that you are even arguing over something spiritual should tell you there's something wrong. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Jesus didn't ask for, he didn't make any advert or anything. Some guy came, whether he's a believer or not, I don't even know. He came and said, no man can do these things except God is with you. You don't talk, I'm anointed. You don't talk, I can do. If you can do, you do. When you can't do, it means change levels. Change the level. Change the level. Change the level. Change and sometimes it doesn't mean even do something new. The same thing that you are doing, increase the intensity. Do it more. Pray more. Read your Bible more. Read the book more. Listen to the messages more. Listen to it more. Don't say I've done enough. I've done enough. I've done enough. When I hear people saying that we have tried, I I usually I feel like telling them shut up. Shut up. If you had done it, it would have worked. Because it works. It works. But you haven't done it enough. You haven't done it enough to have the results. Don't tell us that you have tried. You haven't tried. You didn't try anything. What did you try? What did you try? Your lazy, phlegmatic attitude. It's not amazing that when it gets to ministry, you are lazy. When it gets to secular life, you are, you are, you are driven. 10% spiritual, 90 canal. That's what it is. When it gets to secular, you are driven. You are driven. Always sharing testimony, how you've been promoted at work. Why are you not promoted? Why are you not promoted in the ministry? Why is there no ministry promotion? And when you have an amphibian pastor, he will also be praising for you for your promotions at work. Instead of telling you that, what about the ministry? What about the call of God? Is there not a call of God? The talent you have, you have the talents and the gift, and you are using it to serve Satan. That issue is never addressed. When you come there, he claps for you because he's thinking tithe has increased. Instead of telling you that you have to serve God, to God to you have to serve him. You have to serve God. Your intelligence, your time, your strength, use it for God. 90% God, 95% God. Small percent that you sit on the train and go and come. There we are, producing people. That is why the church is not good. That is why.
is why there are no pastors. That is why there are no shepherds. That is why there are no branches. That's why there's no outreach. No outreach across the city for there to be branches. That is why we are more interested, more interested in the statistics of the, those, those brothers of ours. We are more interested in them. We are more interested in what they are doing. What they, for what? If they are doing, let us also do. Let us also preach. Let us also plant churches. Let us also advance. Let us also advance. Oh. Anyway, Matthew 17. Matthew 17. You have Matthew 17 in your Bible. After six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John. The main line you need is the voice of the anointing. Not his presence. You don't need dinners with him. You need the voice. You need the voice. I'm okay if I can have the voice of the anointed. I'm okay. I am actually okay if I can just have the voice. Thank God for podcast. Thank God for Doug Heward Mills videos.org. And that is free. It's, it's, it's sitting there. Yes. Thank God for Doug Heward Mills audio.org. That it is there. I can listen to any message at any time. If I'm with him physically, I can't say pardon a lot. But when he's preaching, talking from my, from my phone, from my phone or from my iPad, I can say, hey, this morning, this morning, I was listening to a message. The part I wanted to listen to, that I needed to hear, it's about nine minutes, 46 seconds into the message. So he will say it. As soon as he says it, then we get to 10 minutes. Then I drag the thing back and say, no, 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 no. You have to say it again. I need to hear it again. From morning, from morning till I arrived here, that's all that he's been saying. Nine minutes, 46 seconds. Nine minutes, 46. Nine minutes, 46. Go back. Say it again. Go back. Say it again. Go back. Say it again. Go, I, I just needed to hear. I needed to hear. And I needed to hear it over and over and over again. Yes, the voice is the line. Don't underestimate the voice. Don't underestimate the voice. Don't underestimate the voice. Don't look for other things. Don't look for other things. Don't look for other things. Don't look at, don't frustrate yourself by looking for things you won't get. Everything is in the voice. It has been put in the voice. Don't make, don't make it difficult for yourself. Go for the voice, you'll be okay. Follow the voice, you'll be okay. Hear the voice. Hear the voice of the anointed. Hear the voice of the anointed. Become masters as, at listening, masters at hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing again. Yeah. A high mountain apart, verse 2. And was transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with them. Would you like such an experience? 
Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elias. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Hear ye him. Hear ye him. In other words, listen to him. Listen to him. It's like the whole, the whole event, the whole experience was just put together so that they would be told that this man that you are with, listen to him. Listen to him. It's, it's not about building tabernacles and staying here forever. Hear ye him. It's like if you will not get anything out of the experience, let, like you, are, you, are, you, are, you are asking, you are asking for lunch, for dinner, for meetings, for, for all kinds of things, for, for complimentary cards. You're asking for different things, but the key, the key, the thing that you need is that the anointed, when you see the anointed, hear ye him. Listen to him. Listen to him. Listen to him. Become, become listeners. And hearers of the anointed. Listen to Hear ye him. Hear ye him. Hear ye him. If anything has changed me as a Christian brother, it's listening to messages. It's listening to the anointed. If anything has changed me, has changed me in pastoring, in leading, in anything that I can, I can do by the grace of God. If anything has affected me, it's listening to the anointed. The anointed, the man who has done it, is just listening to him. Listen to his voice all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. I don't listen to a thousand preachers. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You can take my phone and check how many podcasts are on it. You'd be surprised. I don't listen to a lot of people. I am too engaged. It's a full, it's, it's, it's a full-time job for me. To get the anointing and to squeeze the anointing out of the anointed that God has given you. It's a full-time job. I can't have time playing around. I don't, ha- I don't have time shopping. I don't, do, I don't do spiritual window shopping. I don't have time for it. <laughs> You can, you can go shopping and come and tell me what you've heard somewhere. I will nod and say, oh, wow. I'll say, oh, wow. That was powerful. That was this. I am full-time dedicated, dedicated to the anointed God has given to me. Check my phone. Check my podcast. You say, hey, is that how you are? I am to a fault. I'm telling you to a fault. I am to a fault. To a fault. If there is a fault to it, it will affect me. To a fault. I am skewed to one side. But I'll stand up and tell you that wisdom is justified by his children. Yes. Just, just, just judge me by the fruits. 
I beg, I beg you not to talk or run commentary. Just judge me by what you see. Yes. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll beg you to do. That's all I'll beg you to do. Don't just talk. Don't just talk. Don't just talk. Give me what I have. Match it and then you can talk. Yes. Match it then you can talk. Otherwise, please don't talk. Please don't talk. I'm just sharing. I can't use anybody as an example. I can use myself. I'm telling you, I am, I am, I am badly skilled to the anointed that God has given to me. It's a full-time job for me. It's not, it's not a part-time thing. It's not a part-time thing. It's not a part-time thing. It's not part-time. I don't have time to be picking five minutes here, five minutes here, five minutes here. To, I, I, I don't have, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. I am desperate. I am desperate. When I look at him, I feel naked. I am desperate to be clothed. I am desperate to be covered. I'm desperate to be anointed. I am desperate. I can't be shopping. I can't. I can't. I can't be playing around. And I found that his voice, the voice of the anointed, hear him. It has made a difference. It has changed. I can't afford to be shopping around. I don't shop around. I don't shop around. I hear people, something, you know, how people can post things. Sometimes I can have time to hear what this person said. They say, okay, okay fine. I don't, I don't have that time. I don't have that time. I don't have that time. I can't. It's, it, is, it is such a waste of time for me. Such a waste of time. I don't. Wow. Yeah. The voice. When you discover the anointed, hear ye him. Listen to him. And keep listening to him. And keep listening to him. And keep listening to him. Keep listening to him. Keep listening to him. Keep listening to him. The scripture says, once, once has God spoken, twice have I heard. Once he spoke. The word, the word it's, like, it's like the person ministered one service. But you don't just attend the service and say, I was there when it was preached. <laughs> twice have I heard this. Twice have I heard Twice. He spoke once, but I've heard it twice. It means, it means I have listened and I have listened again. I have listened and I have listened again. I have listened and I have listened again. I have heard and I have heard again. But he spoke once. He preached once. He preached that subject once, but I've heard it twice. He just spoke. Once has God spoken. Twice have I heard this. But you, know, not, you keep hearing. Keep hearing. Judge yourself by the fruits. If you have heard enough, we'll see the fruits. We'll see the change. We'll see the difference. The difference will show. The difference will speak. Have you heard enough? So we are, we are, we are deficient in some Aspect of this, you say, this, this, this is my father in the ministry. This is my papa. This is my papa. This is my pipi. This is my whatever we call the person. But you can see that what the person has 
what the person has. You can't, you can't, you can't wake up and say this is your father. There is no semblance. There, there is no, I mean, there is nothing that says that this is where you, you are coming. This is the hole out of which you've been dug. There's nothing that shows. There has to be something that shows. Even if we can't see, you should be able to point it out to us. And say, oh, can't you see this? You should be able to point it out to us. This is why I eat from. We don't eat enough. We eat chicken feed. We eat like chicken. Chicken small, then we are full. Small, then we are full. Small, then we are full. Just a little bit, then we are full. The Bible says, blessed. Blessed is he who thirsts and hungers for righteousness. A thirst and a hunger for spiritual things is a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to hunger and thirst for spiritual things. The only way you can survive in gaining more anointing, moving deeper, is to maintain a hunger and a thirst. We are full too easily. Why are you full too easily? How can you have, how can you have a father who, who's one single church that he pastors is over 6,000 people? And then you have 40 people and 70 people. And he said that is your father. What are you talking about? I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you copying? The color of his trousers or the way he walks? What, what did you learn? What did you learn? What did you receive? Or you learned his accent? There are some things that is easy to copy. But it doesn't change anything. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What we need to use, what we need to fight, are not the physical things. And the anointed man has a major, large, large per- a percentage of his existence is spiritual. And it's our duty to locate those spiritual dimensions and plug in, and plug in. And it comes by hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing. You see, it's very easy to see somebody preaching. See a man of God doing something and say, Oh, I know, I know, I know what you teach. He's a loyalty man. Yes, he's a loyalty man. He's a loyalty man. He's a, he is a loyalty man. He's a loyalty man. He's a loyalty man. He is the loyalty man. You don't know him. You don't know the person. One of the things you should never say to yourself that you know someone. You don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know what he does. You, do, you actually don't know. You don't know the real, the real engine. Real engine. You see, when, when I say, when I say, it's not like I'm being arrogant or proud or presumptuous. When I say, look, you know what? If like all my pastors, if they like, they can leave. They shouldn't leave. But if they like, they can leave. <laughs> in, case, in case somebody doesn't understand what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that it is a personal revelation to me that if I have the anointed man, if I have 200 pastors now, if I still have this engine that is running, 
I will raise 200 people. Just, I'll just tell you, give me time. 200 will come again. So my, my trust and my confidence is not in the guys around me. It is in the person who made me what I am. It is the source of the anointing. I am, look, more than ever before, more than ever before, I am super sure and confident in the anointing that God has given me in my life. I am, I am more confident. Perhaps it makes me even sound arrogant in some way. Because I didn't used to talk like that. But now I can't, I can't stay. If you love God. The only thing that shouldn't leave me is the anointed one. God, that's the engine. It's on. It's on. A certain engine is on. A certain engine is on. And it is working. And it works. It works. When you rise up with attitude and say, I say, I will say that you don't know how you were made. You don't know how you were made. If you knew how you were made, you become. You don't know how you, you don't know what made you. You don't know what made you. You don't know what made you come into existence. You don't know what made you discover you even have a calling. The church you stand, you don't even know how that church came into existence that today you are preaching. You think it's your two minutes prayer that brought those people into the church? You are joking. Go ask the KFC manager here that what, what has he done this morning for people to come and buy KFC? And will raise and will raise the founders of KFC from their grave to come and explain to him what he has. You don't know what is working. There's a name that is working. In the ministry, there's a power. There's an anointing. There's an anointing that is at work. There's an anointing God has put in a man that whichever island, whichever city we stand on, you see, nothing becomes something. Nothing becomes something. Before you realize, people are gathering. When you, when you wake up with attitudes and arrogance, he tells me, you're so carnal. You're so carnal. You're not even an amphibian. You're a lion. You're afraid of water. You're afraid of water. <laughs> you're scared of water. You're a scaredy cat. Yes. You don't know what is what. If you knew what is working, you'd be more humble. You'd be cool. You'd be, you'd be very cool. Very, very, very calm. So you can rise and rise. There's a rising. There's a rising. You will rise. Many churches shall rise in this city. 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 There shall be a rising of ministers. A rising of servants. A rising of anointed ones. You shall be anointed and you shall rise. You shall rise. You are, you are not a spiritual dwarf. You are a giant. You are a giant. You will do well. You will do very well. Very, very well. Very, very well. You will. Please take your seats.
the blessedness of the anointed voice. The blessedness of the anointed voice. How many of you are going to listen and listen again? No casual listening. No passive listening. Passive listening is as dangerous as passive smoking. Do passive listening. You think you think you have learned, but you know nothing. You don't know anything. All that has happened is that the message has played from the beginning to the end, but you haven't heard anything. You were busy frying fish. At a point, you were even on the phone. You see, all you wives and women and whatever you are, let's say that you have a player in the kitchen. Well done. Well done. But I'm here to tell you, when you change levels, when you change levels, that thing that you have in the kitchen, you move it from there. Because you discover that in the kitchen, I'm not hearing much. It's just, it's, it's more, it's almost like something in the atmosphere. It's like, it's like an air refresher you sprayed into the air. It's just, it's just for a while, but you are not, you are not taking anything in. You want to argue with me? You want to argue with me? If you've been taking something in, it's been five years now that you've been playing that thing in the kitchen. Where's the anointing? Where's the anointing? Where's the anointing? It's not like I'm coming up with some new, something that don't play messages in the kitchen. I'm trying to tell you that, look, be serious about what you said you are doing. Be serious about it. Be serious about it. Do it properly. Do it properly. Do it properly. Do it properly. Be serious about what you are doing. Do it what you Other things when you are going to do, don't you turn it off. <laughs> yes. Why do you turn it off when you are going to do that one? You turn it off, you turn lights off. Or you want to maximize the moment. You want full concentration. Say this off, this off, this off. Why wouldn't you need anointing to do that? Anointing. But I say this one off, this one off. It's, it means that you, you know, you know that you need some concentration and focus to accomplish this task. One day, a certain brother said to me, talk to my wife. I said, why? He said, talk to her. I said, what about? He said, please, pastor, talk to her. I said, I said what, 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 what is the problem? He said, can you believe this morning? I tried to do the thing. She said, uh, uh, she's praying. I should wait. When she finished praying, then we can do it. So, so I asked him, so were you standing there while she was? He said, yes, I was standing there with, with my thing. And she was lying there. Say, like she's praying. I said, you mean you were standing there? He said, she said, he said, I was standing by her. He said, she's praying. She, if she's praying for one hour, I said, I have to finish the one hour prayer. So, so stand there, stand there with your, with whatever you came with. <laughs> stand there. Stand with your equipment and wait. Stand with your equipment that are all ready. The equipment is ready. It's ready. 
ready to fire. And this wicked woman says that she's praying. I said, call her for me. I said one question. Say you are praying. You are praying with this thing hanging in front of you. How do you concentrate on your prayer? This thing dangling and swinging in front of you. And you say you are praying. How do you pray? When such a thing is, is standing in front of you, waving and calling for your attention. And you say you are praying. How deep into the prayer did you get? You think you are more spiritual than us? You say what he wants is kind. Yeah, you are more. You are the wicked one. You see your husband in such a state and say, "Wait, I'm praying." That's what the Bible says that instead of honoring your parents, you say what you have has been given to God. It's called Korban. So you can't honor them. You are a wicked person. He said, you can't play God in moments when God expects you to do some things. <laughs> Something as strong and stiff like this is dangling in front of you. And you say you are praying. You are speaking in tongues. What prayer are you making? What prayer is that? And who are you praying to? To whom to are you praying to? A naked black man is standing in front of you. And you say you are praying. I mean, what prayer topic is that? How can you be placed in the kitchen and say you are catching anointing? That's my question. That's what brought us to this point. Your kitchen ministry. The blessedness of the voice of the anointed. Sit down. Second Peter chapter one. Second Peter chapter one verse seventeen. The blessedness of the voice. Of the anointed. For he received from God the Father honor and glory. Welcome, Bishop Adi. <laughs> Is it time for Bishop Adi to preach? I'm used to introducing him to preach. Okay. Yes, Pastor. 
It says that for he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. The voice of the beloved, oh sorry, the voice of the anointed carries honor and glory for you. The honor you receive in life and ministry will come from the voice of the anointed. That is when people will honor you. That's when people will say you are, you, are, you are anointed. You are an anointed preacher. We would like to hear you. We would like to hear what you are saying. We would like to listen to your messages. That is when your church members will say, Pastor, why don't you have podcast? We would like to listen to your messages. You'll be honored. And there'll be, there'll be honor and glory. Glory is that you'll be attractive. You'll be beautiful. Your ministry will be beautiful. It will become beautiful and attractive. He received honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Honor and glory has been missing because we are not connected to the anointed voice. If we have been connected, soaked, soaked, immersed, baptized, swimming in, swimming in the voice, the instructions, the guidance of the anointed, our ministries will be different. Our ministries will be different. I can't testify that I am what I am if I'm anything at all. But anything else, apart from our Apart from the voice of the anointed. Apart from the voice of the anointed. It is the voice of the anointed that has made me what I am. It's the voice of the anointed. There have been times, there have been times, I will lay, I will lay on my bed or wherever I can. With a, do you remember cassette? Cassettes that has not been recorded well. But I can't send it back to Ghana and re-wait for another one. So as it is, as it is. My ears, my ears are literally on the speaker. I need to hear. I need to hear what he's saying. I've got to, I've got to hear what he's saying. I have to hear it. I have to hear it. Because he's saying something. It's not really, oh, the thing is not clear. I can't listen. No, I will listen. I will listen. I can hear. And I will hear. It brings honor and glory. It brings honor and good. I hope you believe it. I hope you believe it. I hope you believe it. It brings honor. You will be honored. You will be honored. You will be honored. Anoint the other ministers will honor you. They will say, we like you. We like your voice. But you see, honor and glory is coming from the voice of the anointed. Soaking in the voice of the anointed. Drinking in the voice of the anointed. Hearing the voice of the anointed. It brings honor and glory. Number two. The voice of the anointed carries the gift of the spirit. Wow. I thought you say wow. It carries the gift of the spirit. It's not dictation. That somebody is just speaking and you are writing there is a spiritual impartation 
And not just a spiritual impartation to speak in tongues or for everybody. An impartation where a gift is imparted. A gift. The gift of ministry can be given to you from the voice of the anointed. The gift. The gift of ministry. The gift of teaching. The gift of preaching. The gift of pastoring. The gift of apostolic work. The gift of becoming an evangelist. The gift of becoming a prophet. Spiritual gifts are imparted from the voice of the anointed. Spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. They say you have fasted and prayed. But you left out the voice of the anointed. And God is waiting. When will you turn it on? When will you turn that voice on? So that I can respond. So I can respond. So I can bless you. So I can give you, I can give you what you've been asking for and what you've been looking for. Spiritual gifts. I've never pastored before. Never, never ever in my life. Till I met Bishop Dark. Never. He said to me, I want you to go to London. I was wondering, what would I do? The only attraction. Don't tell anybody I told you this. The main attraction was that my beloved was here. So it was easy to say yes. I don't think I prayed about it. If you hear me, will you pray about it? I don't think I, why, why should I even pray? Is this a topic that you pray about? When your pastor says, go to where there's something interesting already. If you and me, will you pray? I said, yes, please. I said, yes, please. I said, thank you, please. Thank you, please. He said to me in that meeting, when he was talk, talking to me about London and church, he said to me, I said, I want to tell you, if I, that is him, am given a million pounds, I will never live in London. Yes. In the same meeting. In the same meeting of God is leading him to start a church in London, so I want you to go and be the pastor there. In the, in the same breath, same breath, he said, I want you to know, if I, I Pastor Doug, I'm given a million pounds, I will never live in London. And I still said, yes, I'll go. <laughs> uh, I still said, yes, I'll go. So, yes, I'll go. And he bought a ticket for me. He bought a ticket for me and he gave me a suitcase. A blue suitcase with silver trimming. Yes. And sent me off. Because there was, there, you know, there was hope. <laughs> but the point I'm saying is that that chance, that chance, taught me other things now. Because now, how do I become a pastor? How do I become a pastor? How do I grow a church? How do I pastor people? How do I change? How do I, how, how do I even change? I don't like talking. I'm not a talking person. I am not a talking, sociable, jumping, laughing person. I love myself. Do you understand when I say I love myself? I, what I mean is I love my company. Yes. I am okay when I am by myself. I am okay. Never ask me that. Are you okay? I am okay. <laughs> if I, your, your question, are you okay, is a disturbance. <laughs> Yes. But you see, you, you can't be like that and be a pastor. You can't be like that and be a pastor. 
You can't, you, can't, you can't like your company. You can't just like yourself and be a pastor. You can't. It's not compatible with the pastoral anointing. So now I have to change. It was a Monday night in 1991 that he called me into his office. He said to me, I want to tell you two things. I will only tell you one. He told me two things that night. One of them was, he said, your quietness is no longer acceptable in this church. Yes. Monday night, 1991. God made it. He said, it's no longer acceptable. You can't, you can't be here and say you're a quiet person. I said, thank you. I'm no more quiet. <laughs> I'm no more quiet. I just pray. Every time I just say, you can't just be speaking in tongues. We don't understand tongues. We don't understand tongues. But you see, I needed the gift to be a pastor. Then I was here. I was here with Bishop Joel. He talks more than me. He's nice. He's a far nicer person to be with than me. He will talk. He will chat. He will ask you. He can ask you a thousand questions in one minute analyze everything. He has time. Even recently, as he's been in the U.S., recently, there was somebody brought some complex case. And I said to him, do you know, you know them, isn't it? We're all from London. You know them. Can you please call them and solve this problem for me? I, I, you see, when I listen to the case, I, I feel tired. <laughs> I feel tired. So he, he from America, managed that problem for me. And I called to ask him, what's the summary of the, of the conclusion? <laughs> there I was here with him. So I used to hide behind him. He said, ask this. Why don't we ask this? Then one day he was transferred to America. <laughs> now I am here. I am here with the people. I always remember one of our pastor's wives. Last night I saw her. She was wearing yellow. I always remember when Bishop Joel left. She came to me and said to me that, you know, you are not my pastor. My pastor is Pastor Joel who has gone. I said, no problem. Thank you very much. I need fewer people to talk to me anyway. Fewer. <laughs> fewer. You think you are punishing me, but you are not punishing me at all. Yes, today she's a pastor's wife. Then she was single. Single and lippy. She was wearing yellow. I saw her last night. I don't know what color she's wearing today. If I find her, I'll tell you the color. I can't see her. <laughs> but see, I'm explaining something to you. That, you see, it is, it is a spirit. It is a gift that is imparted from the voice of God. I had to be dedicated to listening. To, because there are different anointings that you can catch. Different, different. I have to learn how to talk. How to relate. How to finish church and stand in front of the church. Now I can stand in front of the church after I finish preaching. And talk for two hours, three hours. They'll make a queue. I'll talk to everybody. And it's not a problem. It's not a problem. It's not, you see, it's not about, it's not about, this is my personality. Your personality is killing you. It's killing you. 
Stop blaming your personality and catch an anointing. Catch an anointing. Catch the anointing. Catch the anointing. Catch it. Catch it. Catch it. Have deficiency. I can show you my deficiency. I can show you things that are not compatible with pastoring and ministry. You like yourself. I like myself, Papa. I, lo- I love my skin. It's not like I'm not talking about like pride or what I'm saying. I am happy when I'm alone. Very, very happy. Very, very, very happy. The greatest mistake my wife can ever make is to be upset with me and say I'm not talking to him. I will forget that there is a problem. Because it, it will be like taking a fish and throwing it into a water. I'll be swimming and once I want, I, I, I'll remember that, oh, there are some human beings up there. Before as I've come out and I'm talking, before I re- remember that, oh, there was a problem. Ah, I forgot because I am happy. When you ignore me, I'm happy. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> it is no punishment. But it is not compatible with pastoring. Uh-huh. Remember that. Remember that. That it is not good to be like that as a pastor. It is not good. It is not good to be like that as a pastor. It is not good. So you need, you see, what you don't have, you need it. And I'm showing you where you can have it from the voice of the beloved. It carries a gift. Uh-huh. Ezekiel 2. Are you in church or you've traveled? Ezekiel 2 and verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that speak unto me. Do you know why people stand when preaching is coming on? It's a spirit. In fact, let me tell you those who are not used to standing they usually don't, don't find a reason to stand. It's because, it's because you don't receive and can't see the spiritual impartation. Yes. It is it is a reflection of spiritual dullness. Because there are some people who never move. No matter what is being said. No matter the rev they are st- it's like, it's as though they are glued to the chairs. No more nails. I'll not wish th- I'll not wish them on any good brother. Because when it gets to that activity, it will be like a dead body lying there. It will be a cadaveric ministration. It's like you are doing with a dead body. No movement. No sound. No scratches. No pinches. No biting. No bangings, no name callings, that you are just there. 
the next question you hear, have you finished? Since your wedding night, the poor boy has been using subtitles. Subtitles. The speakers are spoiled. No shouts. You don't shout anymore. You don't scream anymore. You don't bite anymore. You don't scratch anymore. You don't bang anymore. You don't call my name anymore. He said, and set me upon my feet. When the spirit entered, it set me upon my feet. You, I mean, you will stand. That's why sometimes, sometimes nobody will understand why you are standing. But the spirit has entered. The spirit has gone in. So suddenly everybody is seated before the rest. You are. It's like, it's like, did you say that? Did I hear that? Did, did I see that light? It's like suddenly I can see. I was blind, but now I can see. When he spake, when he spake, the spirit entered into me and set me upon my feet. You can't, you see, if you are a soaker of messages, there will be times there will be times you start jumping in your room. You start jumping. You start, you start jumping. You start jumping. That time, that time you will scream. If there are people around you, hold your mouth and say, it's like, it's like, I mean, what is this? What is this? I was on a flight once. These flights that go through the night when everybody's asleep. And I was listening to a message. And the revelations were pouring. Come in. Come in. You see, I, at a point, I wanted to scream, stop. It, it's up. You see, the stop should be, I should take the headphones off. But I couldn't take the headphones off. And the revelations and the power of the presence of God on that flight. My knees and my legs were, sh- my leg from my knee down were shaking, trembling. And I wanted to scream. I wanted to scream. But the spirit was entering. The spirit was entering. The spirit was entering. A gift was being imparted. A gift was being imparted. As I said, those passive listening and kitchen, you are frying an egg, cleaning fish kind of atmosphere thing it's better, it's better than sky news but I'm saying that change levels change levels change levels because people are receiving gifts being imparted to them that's what Paul wrote a letter and said I long to see you I long to see you that I may impart to you a spiritual gift I long to see you. 
along. Any anytime Bishop preaches, you can see that he has he has the flock that God has given to him in the world. He has them on his mind. You may see him speaking to a congregation, but he is speaking to a world, to the world, because he longs to impart what God has given him to the world. He longs to impart it. Oh, all that he needs is maybe a good congregation, a receptacle to express himself, to express the gifts. But you can tell as he's speaking that he's speaking to the world. <laughs> when I'm listening to him, I can tell that he's speaking to me. I am receiving. I, sometimes I feel it's not even for them, it's for me. I said the rest can go to bed. It is for me. I long. I long to see you. I long to see you. That I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. Some spiritual gift. When you are around the anointed, when you are listening to him, when he's speaking, when he's speaking, be prepared. Be tuned in. Because gifts are being imparted. Gifts are being imparted. It is the listening of messages. That has changed me. That has changed me. It's a listen as I listen. A gift. A gift of pastoring. A gift of pastoring. A gift of leading has been imparted. I can't remember if hands have ever been laid on me. Receive the gift to be a pastor. Receive the gift to lead. Receive a gift to raise pastors. I don't think it has, but it is through the listening of messages. As I've listened. As I've listened. And consciously, before I realize the fruits are there, through the hearing and the hearing and the hearing again and the hearing again, it is the hearing. And the extent to which I've gone in hearing, the extent, the extent, the extent. People just listen casually, then they are just moving. Sometimes, sometimes it's funny. Message was preached on Sunday. And then Monday, you're already trumpeting what has been preached. You are feeding yourself with deception. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Message was posted Monday morning. Monday, 2 p.m., you are trumpeting what was preached. Don't be a fool. Keep quiet. And listen to it again. And again. And again. And again. And again. And again. And again, because there is a gift in the message. There's a gift. There's a spiritual gift in it. There's a spiritual gift in it. There is a gift in the message. That message that has been preached, there is a gift in it for you. There is a gift. There is a gift. I used to preach. When I preach the early days of the church, please, you may sit down. The early days of the church, when I preach, I always remember a message that I preached from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10. Because of that, I can't, I can't forget that verse. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in this world, and none is without signification. And I was preaching different types of voices. As I was speaking, I didn't know how to end the message. The message was all, all over the place. My friend, Bishop Joel, has not stopped teasing me about that message. He will say, do you remember that message you preached? Voices of the air. 
Because anything at all, I say it has a voice. Then it's like I've got some wild revelation. But the message was not landed. This was not landed. Then one day, I was asked to go and pastor a church in Zurich for 30 days. Or for three months. Up to June. June 1995. And I was there. And I said, what, what can I preach here? The only thing I remember is voices of the air. And I said, it won't work here. So I took with me one cassette. Principle number seven of seven great principles. One cassette. And I said, in this place, I'm going to teach seven great principles till it is finished. I had one. See, that one cassette has the summary of all the principles. Morning, afternoon, evening. Morning, afternoon, evening. Morning after, there was a lady that she was always calling to ask whether I've eaten. When she when she calls and I get irritated because, I, like I told you, I'm happy. Morning, afternoon, evening, seven great. Morning, afternoon, evening. Then I'll go to church and say, Principle number one man is a spirit, he has a soul, he lives in the body. Turn your Bibles, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Then we start. Then we start. I say, I, I'll say to myself, It is working. It seems to be working. Don't go principle two, principle three, principle four. All they say, it is working. Something seems to be working. Something is changing. Like say, it changed from the voice of the anointed that I, I had with me. I had with me for how many days? I had it with me every day. It's the only message I listen to. Only message. Only message. Only message. By the time I came back, I could tell it has changed now even me when i'm preaching what i'm saying makes sense to me have you preached what you're saying doesn't make sense to you uh-huh it means it means uncle level uncle level preaching change levels your preaching will start making sense to you as you are speaking you will know that what you are what you are speaking is to be spoken not that what you are saying you are waiting for the time to end you don't talk for 45 minutes you are ministering And the hearing again. But that one, that one take. The seventh principle of seven great principles. Blessed to have all the other principles on it. I had a, a cassette. A cassette. And will call me, have you eaten? Have you eaten? And she said, today is sunny. It's sunny outside. You have to go out. Go out for a walk. Then I'll say, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what she's talking about. I should go out and walk in the sun. I am from Africa. I am from Africa. I've seen enough sun. If anything at all, I need to feel cold. He said, son, you go and walk out. I was the other day when she called. She called and said, today you eat the green banana. Do you know green banana? She made green plantain. The slim ones. He said, it's like she she's cooking it and bringing it to the house by force. He said, you eat the green. I said, green banana. I said, what is green banana? I can't eat green banana. I was eating seven great principles. I was eating seven great principles. That is what I was eating. Eat it. Eat it. A gift will be parted. You walk out of your room and you have a gift. You know even. Next time you hold the microphone, you say, A gift has been imparted. You said, suddenly you have a gift. Suddenly you are different. 
Suddenly you are different from the way you operate and from the way you preach, from the way you teach. Suddenly it's different. Suddenly you see that your church is growing. Your church has not been growing because you have not swallowed enough of the anointing to grow a church. Suddenly you walk into a church and people will become, you wonder why are they coming from? And why are they coming? Why, why are they even coming? It's an anointing. It's not location. It's the anointing. It is not by might. It is not by power. It is by the Spirit. Saith the Lord. Yes. Everything by the anointing. Everything by the anointing. Everything by the anointing. Nothing without the anointing. Everything. Anything you see, attribute it. Map it to the anointing. You see church growth, map. Anointed. You see pastors, map to the anointing. You see outreaches, map to the anointing. Because you don't do outreaches. It's not because you don't have time. You don't have the anointing to do it. It's not because you've done it before. You don't have the grace. You, you have not even decided to walk in that grace. Anything you see, map. Anointed. You see pastors, shepherds, map to the anointing. Don't say, where does he get these people from? Map it to the anointing. Don't say, oh, the church is full of young, small, small, small boys and girls. Small, 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 small boys and girls. Small, 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 small boys and girls. Small, small, small boys and girls. I don't know whether you're an agent of Satan. That's what I'm tempted to say. That maybe you're an agent of Satan. The small, small boys and should be left on the street for Satan to do what he wants to do with them. So when you see, when you see them in church, you despise it. Maybe Satan called you. So, 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 small boys and girls. So, so, boys and girls, they will grow. You don't even know what they know. You don't even know what they know. You don't even know what they know. This young man, when he joined the church, he was 18 years old. He was 18 years old. He was, he was my bass guitarist. And my choir director, 18 years old. Okay. He had a beloved who was 17 years old. The king, 1817. <laughs> they were in the church. But you know the church he pastors now. Where I was, where he was playing the bass, he's the pastor there now. He's the pastor there. I'm renting a room. He has come to sack me for a bit. I'm renting a room. I have landlords who tell me that it's time to leave. He is there forever. Small, small. You see, someone said he was a small boy. Small, small. He was, he was a small boy. He's an 18, 19 year old boy, not a small boy. He's a small boy. First year university, he's a small boy. With a girl that we don't even know what she was doing then. He has grown. He's a, he's, a, he's a proper man of God. With oil, oil. He has oil. Yes. He has oil. Yes. Yes. He used to stand in the church. You know, bass guitarists, they have a certain lazy look.
that's, that's, that's all. That's all. Playing bass guitar. That church he was playing the bass in. He's pastoring it today. Yes. He's pastoring it today. Yeah. The small boy. The small boy. The small boy is there. Small, small boys. Is it small, small, small boys? Small, 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 small boys. Small, 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 small boys. Small boys, small boys, small boys, small boys, small boys like that. Small, 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 small boys like that. But the small boys are growing. Yeah. You will grow. Don't mind anybody who calls you a small boy. One day they'll be surprised at what you are doing. They'll say, hey, that's small boy. Yeah, small boy. Small boy. His son is in my church. I pass, I'm his son's pastor. And his daughter, his son and daughter, they are in my church. This is another small boy. When he came, he was 10 years old. This is another small boy. 10 years old. I have a picture of him sitting, sitting there, waiting for his mom. <laughs> yes, that's one. Yes. The other day, he was telling me when I preached and he gave his life to Christ. I said, me. He said, yes, he gave his life to Christ when I preached. Yes, 10 years old. He has grown up. Small, small boys. Oh, small, small boys. Small, small boys. Married with a child or with children. I don't know. <laughs> yes. He provides me music in my church. Anything I say, he will do it. Anything I say. I, I don't understand anything about music, but he listens to me. He, does, he doesn't advise me on what to do. He does what I say. He gives me how I want it. When I want it. As often as I want it. Yes. Small boys. Small, small boys. Small, small boys. Small, small boys. Small, small boys. He's never said no to me before. Or challenged me. Or tell me that, you know, the keyboard, you're old school. You know, the keyboard, we need weighted keys. I remember somebody used to say they needed the weighted keys. Weighted keys before we can hear the keyboard in the church. Weighted keys. Yes. Yeah. He would rather save me money. He would tell me things we don't need at all. That's when we go to branch UT, he would tell me, it's like, let me not even say what he says. It's like, he would rather save me money. What we need is this, we'll be okay. Would be okay. Ten years. Ten year old boys. Small small boys. The small small boys are working. Yeah. The small small boys are growing up. Yeah. Small small boys. Small small boys like that. See, small, 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 small like that. But they are growing up. Unless you are an agent of Satan. Then you see children and say, These people are small boys. These people are small. Me, I like them. If you don't like them, send them to me. Me, I like them. Next time you see them, you see they are pastors. The small, small, small boys. When you say, but next time you say, you see they are pastors. They are preaching. Yeah, you see them preaching. <laughs> you see them preaching. Yeah. Mm. So we're saying, a gift. You shall receive a gift. Keep soaking. Keep soaking. Keep soaking. You will receive a gift. A gift will be given to you. 
a gift will be given to you. Keep soaking, a gift will be given to you. You will not know when. You may not know how. But as you are soaking, a gift, a gift, a gift will be imparted. You can't preach. Suddenly you say you can preach. You can't grow a church. Suddenly you can grow a church. You can't raise pastors. Suddenly you say you can raise pastors. People have stopped from go- at good preaching. As soon as they can preach nicely, cut and paste. So now your preaching sounds nice and look like they stop there. But I'm telling you that the message contains a gift. Do you, do you understand a gift? He ascended up on high and he gave gifts to men. To some he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. These, these are the gifts in the ministry. And I'm telling you that the listening and the soaking of messages can bring about such a gift into your life. Into your life. You can't plant churches because you don't have the apostolic anointing. Soaking message. Find the person with the apostolic anointing. Find the person who, who will be drinking tea. And 3,000 churches will be working around him. Find the person who will be drinking, who will be drinking Coca-Cola. And churches in 80 countries will be working. Find the voice and the gift will be imparted. A gift will be imparted. Suddenly you see yourself working in it. Doing it. Because the gift has come. There's a gift in it. Do you believe that there's a gift in it? It's called, it's called podcast. But it contains gifts. It contains big, big things. You see, big, big, big Ephesians 4.11, it's in a podcast. The manifestation of Ephesians 4.11 is through a podcast. Just by listening, you will see the, the visibility, the phanerosis of the spirit. It comes alive in your life by that, that simple name, podcast. We don't even know who named the podcast. A podcast touching and speak. Gifts are being given. Gifts are being given. Gifts are being given. If he has it, he can impart it. If you listen to people who don't have the gift, there I saw somebody. Forgive me for noticing, but I noticed. He's having a program. He said he's teaching people. That was the theme or the name. I can't remember the name, but the theme is he's teaching how to make your first million pounds. And I was looking at the person and said, Hey, do you have a million pounds? Have you seen million pounds before? How can you teach somebody something you don't have? Or how can you impart? Look at your teachers very well. Look at them very well. Watch carefully. Watch carefully. The person you say you are following. Watch the person carefully and ask yourself, what do you need and what do you want? Who has a toothache and go to the heart surgeon? The heart surgeon is even close. He'll be able to tell you something about your tooth. Who has a toothache and goes to the carpenter? Or drives to the fuel station and say, you know, I Pour fuel inside. 
Sometimes it's like we don't even know what we want. Started around trying to teach you how to make your first million. Can't you look at the person? I see. We don't even ask you. Has he made his first million? Has he made his first million before he can teach you how to make your first? He has made debts. I will bet my last bottom dollar that that teaching will be a teaching of debts. Because that is what he knows. That's what he knows. By the time he's finished with you, your life is finished. Check those who are carrying the apostolic anointing, the prophetic anointing, the evangelistic anointing. Check for yourself. No, check for yourself. Check for yourself if there are no real fruits to show. The pastoring anointing, the teaching anointing, and say, no, it is there. That voice will contain it. That voice will contain it. That voice will contain the voice. The voice will contain what is there. What is there? The voice will minister it. If it's not there, he can speak a thousand words. Nothing will come out. Nothing. 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 You either have it or you don't have it. You will have it. You will find it and you will get it. I say you will find it and you will get it. Number three. The voice of the anointed carries promotion. All these are beautiful things that happen as you listen to the voice of the anointed. As you take your time. Take your time. Not I've heard him before. Not I know about him. Take your time. Be glued. Be glued to that voice. Be glued to that voice. Be glued to that voice. Stay with that voice. Stay with it. Honor and glory will come. A gift will be imparted. A gift. A gift will be imparted. And then promotion will come. Promotion. <laughs> it's not a quick fix, you know. Deuteronomy chapter 28. I told you yesterday how I heard someone say he listened to someone for 30 years before he got a gift. I just shouted in my room, it's not fair. Because I thought of my age, that if I start now, plus 30. <laughs> yes, but he said, he said 30 years. Yeah. Listening and listening and listening and listening and listening. Soaking and soaking and soaking and soaking, following hard, relentlessly, relentlessly, relentlessly. We should learn the art of following. Yes. There's a message, there's a camp called Hard Followers. Yes, maybe you should listen to that camp. Hard followers. Following hard. 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 The heart followers have the gifts. All of them, all the anointed people, their testimony is their testimony is virtually the same. I follow this person. I listen to this person. 
and I got this. Oh, the testimony is the same. Unless they are fake. When they are fake, they start talking about original things. It's like they don't want you to know where they are coming from. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. You see the voice again? You see the voice again? Can you see the voice again? To observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. There's promotion in hearing the voice. There's promotion. You'll be promoted because of the voice. You'll be promoted in the ministry. You'll be promoted in the anointing. You'll be promoted spiritually. All as you listen to the voice. Listen to the voice. Listen to the voice. Listen to the listen to the lovely voice. Lovely. You see, there's there's significance that comes into your life and ministry when you are able to hear from God. You become significant. That is promotion. You are lifted up. And God will show you a man. Listen. Keep listening. Keep soaking. Not running commentary. Don't run commentary. Don't run commentary. Sometimes even when you are preaching, people, you have to tell them to keep quiet and listen. Don't act like you know everything. Because you don't know. You don't even understand a fraction of it. Otherwise, you will do what is being done. Yeah. Otherwise, by now, you'll be busy. You'll also be busy preaching somewhere. Or you'd have finished preaching somewhere. Or you're about to go and preach somewhere. In another country. You know every story. You know every joke. Even what the joke is saying, you're laughing. Shut up. Do you understand? Shut up. Because you cause an irritation. You, ir- you irritate those who want to eat and receive. You irritate them. Because you are like a clown. You behave like a clown. Because you are an insignificant, immature mosquito egg. Shut up. Shut up and learn. When will you grow up? When do you want to grow up? When do you want to hear the word? When do you want to receive the word? When do you want to catch the anointing? Shut up and grow up. If you hear the voice of God, he said, I'll promote you above all nations. You will become significant. You will become important. You will become anointed. You receive honor. You receive glory. When you have heard the word, when you have heard the voice, the lovely voice of God, when you have heard it, when you have heard that voice, you become, it will make a change in you. It will make a change in you. It will make a change in you. You'll be changed. You'll be changed. You'll be moved from that fourth row to a place of significance. You'll be moved by the power of God. By the power of God, the anointing on your voice will change who you are. It will change you. It will change what you are. Change who you are. Change what you are. Change what you are. Don't forever sit there and run commentary and, and laugh at jokes 
and tell jokes and tell stories. You are not a comedian. You are not a God didn't save you to turn into a clown. Let's be serious. Let's soak in messages seriously. Because the voice can change you. The voice can change you. The voice can change you. Has God not blessed me in this beautiful city? He has blessed me. But I didn't come here like this. I didn't come here like this. I didn't care. I came, I came, with, I came with one blue suitcase with silver trimming. On Egypt air. I slept in Cairo and continued the following day. And arrived here on a Tuesday morning. And went to a northern line to Hendon. And my beloved was in Edmonton. So she came to look for me later in the evening. It was a beautiful meeting. <laughs> but that's all I had. That's all I had. Many times I couldn't afford my train ticket to go to church. Bishop Joel would meet me. Those days there was no barriers. There was no barriers. There was, just, there was just a man that is sitting there at Chalk Farm who later became my church member. So when, when I get there, Bishop Joel will be on that side. And then he will buy the ticket for me and give it to me for me to come. Yes. I give her money to buy a ticket. Insignificant person. But the voice, the voice. If I attribute it to something else, I'm lying to you. It's the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice. Today I choose how I travel. I choose when I wake up in the morning. I say, "This is how I'm going." Some they ask me. Some they ask me. So how are you going to? I say, "I don't know." Then when I step out, I'll decide. I'm just going because I can go by any means. By any means. The voice. The voice. Here am I working. I'm still working here. I'm still here. I'm still here. The same person who couldn't afford a ticket. I go anywhere as I choose. As I choose. I can go anywhere. I can go anywhere. Anywhere, any car. I can choose any car and sit at the back this afternoon and drive home and back. I can sit at the back of a car. Any car I want. It will go and come back. I wasn't like that before. The difference between that season and now is a voice. The voice. The voice. It's the voice. The voice. The voice. I traveled once and I met bishops that way. When we got there, we were talking and he said, he just said to me, I'm sure you don't know how much your ticket costs. Then suddenly I realized that it's true. It's true. I don't know how much it costs. All I received was a boarding pass on my phone and I picked my bag and left the house. I don't know. From the days, from the days when my friend will meet me at the barrier and give me a ticket. And those days they take the ticket off you. So when he gives me the ticket, I just hand it to this boy. And then we go to church. From those days till now, when I'm traveling abroad, I can go as far as Korea, as far as Indonesia, put a gun to my head. I don't know how much the ticket costs. 
all I see when I wake up in the morning is that a boarding pass is on my phone. Yes, boarding pass on my phone. Then I just move, start moving. It's a voice. The link is the voice. It is the voice. It is the voice. It is the voice. Some of my wife will ask me, so how are you going to the airport? I don't know. I will go to the airport. I don't know. When I wake up in the morning and the time comes like this, I, when I open my front door, there's a car waiting for me. I sit in the car and the car will ask me that terminal three, terminal five, terminal two, Gatwick, whatever. I, I say, yes, let's go. So they'll ask me and I'll say, wait, I don't know. Then I'll, I'll go to my phone and check. I say, then I'll see T2. I say, yes, terminal two. We are going. From the boy who stands behind the barrier to the hearing. All I have done is to listen to messages. All I have done. No, no Bible school. No Bible school. All I have done is to listen to messages. All I have done to is to listen to messages. No Bible school. I've not gone to Bible school. I've not done my master's. I've not done a doctorate. I've not done ACCA. I've not done SEMA. I've not done ACA. I've not done distance. I've not been to open university. All I have done, all I have done is the voice of the anointed. The voice of the anointed. That's all I have done. The voice of the anointed. The voice of the anointed. The voice. The voice. I've not done anything. Voice. I always remember leaving, leaving home that morning of May. And I went to my dad's bedroom and I said, Daddy, I'm leaving. There was some strange. He was asleep. It was a strange when he woke up. He just said, Are you going to do your masters? I remember I didn't answer the question. I didn't answer. I just I just stood still. So there was silence in the room for about five seconds. Then he said, May God be with you. God bless you. I said, Thank you, Daddy. And I walked out of the room. Because I didn't have plans to do masters. He should have asked me, are you going to marry? I would have said, yes, please. <laughs> yes. How are you planning to do masters? I was planning to come and hear the voice and do the work of the ministry. Messages, listening to messages by day and by night. By day and by night. By day and by night. My boss at work, the last job before I resigned and came full time, she was called Helen. I share the same office space with her. I was, I was thirsty for word. I said, what is this? What is this life that from nine to five, you can't listen to messages? So one day I said to her, as I was sitting in the desk, and we're working, I know that she was in a happy mood. Be careful when your boss is a woman. Check the moods before you make requests. She was happy that day. So I, I said, Helen, Helen, can I ask you a favor? She said, what is it? I said, I want to be listening to my Walkman. I had a Sony Walkman. I said, can I be listening to my Walkman whilst I work? And she said, so long as you can hear your phone ring. I said, my phone ring. I can hear. But you know that I, can, I won't hear. What I will see is that there's a red, red button that will be flashing. So when the phone is ringing. I said, no problem. I needed to listen to messages. I said, thank you. She didn't even understand why I was so happy and so grateful. I needed to hear the voice of the anointed. Even at work, doing that, that thing, I needed to hear the voice. 
I put headphones on. Now I put headphones. When she's calling me, I can't even hear that she's calling me. Because I'm hearing the voice. That is what has transformed me. I had a program, I had a program in a, what's that place called? Emmanuel Center. Do you know Emmanuel Center? They had a program there once. There was no space for us. It was so difficult. The people were so irritated with us. So what is this? And I sat there with tears in my eyes. And I said, I remember attending programs here with men of God in the city of London. And the hall was half full. And I used to say, Man, when, so will I, ever, will I ever stand here and preach? Will I ever get the chance? There I am. God has brought me there. And I don't even have space for my people to sit in. And the only explanation I can give is no master's. It's no master's. It's no PhD. It's no ACCA. The voice of the anointed. The voice. The voice. The voice. I've kept hearing, hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing. That's all I have. That's all I have. Till today, that's all I have. That's all I have. All I have is listening to messages. That's all I have. That's all I have. I hear and I keep hearing. I hear and I keep hearing. I hear and I keep hearing. I keep hearing and I keep hearing. That's all I have. I don't have anything else. Our problem, our problem is where we can meet. He shall make you significant. God will make you significant. God will make you significant. Take your seats. Lovely voice. He will. He will change you. Be seated. No movement. No movement. That lovely voice will change you. That beautiful voice will change you. As God speaks through his prophet, speaks through his anointed one to you, he will change you. He will change you. You will be changed.
gift this afternoon. Receive that gift this afternoon. Receive that blessing this afternoon. Speak in tongues. Speak. Speak it. Speak it. Speak to him. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Pray. You'll be cloaked 
you'll be anointed. You wear a new gown. You wear a new gown. You wear a new mantle. You walk in a new anointing. You walk in a greater anointing. A greater anointing. A greater one. Greater one. Greater one. Greater one. Greater one. A greater anointing. A greater power. Greater power. Greater power. Greater power. A gift. A gift. Receive honor and glory. Receive honor and glory. Receive significance. Wear it. Wear it. Wear it. Wear that gift. Wear that cloak. Wear that anointing. Wear it. Kaba Shabakataya. Kaba Labakibahaya. Kaba Zima Daba Labakapa. Kaba Zonde Lebedibakapa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kaba Shabakataya. Lebevikatasaya. Vistolian de Lebeke Pasta. Nahalia Doma Liba Kapa Sasta. Shabakataya. Breathe it in. Take it in. Receive it. Wear it. Believe it. Shabakataya. He will put it on you. He will put it on you. He will give it to you. He will give it to you. You will not return dry. You will not return the same. He will give it to you. He will give it to you. He will give it to the hungry. He will give it to the thirsty. He will give it to the desirous. Receive gifts today. Receive gifts today. Receive gifts today. Receive blessings today. Pasha Talabahaya. Pasha Patasha Patasapaya. Papa Rida Lebeki Pasha. Pasha <laughs> Yes. Yes. The lovely voice. The voice will make a difference. 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 It will make a difference. Yes. You're the sweetest voice my heart My Lord and my God My Lord and my God The lovely voice of God My Lord and my God My lovely voice Blessed that we may be blessed Blessed that we may be blessed Blessed that we may be blessed Pasha Tasaya, Pasha Patasasa, 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 Pasha Patasasa,
Be blessed this afternoon. Be blessed this afternoon. Be blessed. 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 Be blessed this afternoon. Shagabashaya. Shagabashaya. Shagibiangege. Shiango Sata. It's in the voice. It's in the voice of the anointed. It's in the voice of the anointed. It's in the voice of the anointed. Be blessed. The crossroads of my life, no other voice compares. Oh no, it's the sweetest voice, the sweetest voice I've ever heard. The lovely voice of God, the lovely voice of God. Your The crossroads of my life, but no other voice compares to you, Lord. You're the only voice my heart needs, oh Lord. The lovely voice of God, the lovely voice of God, your perfect voice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please take your seats. Number four, the voice of the anointed carries establishment for you. Second Corinthians chapter 20. And verse 20. And they rose. I just help them to be quiet. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophets. So shall ye prosper. The voice brings establishment. Mm. The first lesson here is that believing in God leads to establishment. Believing in the voice of God brings establishment into your life and your ministry. You will be established. 
I said, you will be established. You will not be blown all over the place. You will receive establishment. Number five, the voice of the anointed carries doctrine, correction, reproof, and instruction. Second Peter 1 21, 2 Timothy 3 16. Our next chapter is what it means to believe his prophets. 